And welcome back to the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral. I am your Blasphemous Pope, Harry. Today we are doing Sermon 32, Micronutrients. It's No One is Coming to Save You, Part 9, Micronutrients. Uh, before we get into that, we want to take care of these housekeeping notes. There's one special announcement I wish to make here. Uh, we are now also available on Amazon Music, the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral is also available on Amazon Music. So if you use Amazon Music for listening to your podcasts, you can find us there. Um, Friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast, uh, RLM, that is Real Liberty Media, for your liberty media, uh, liberty related media uh, in the form of internet radio, you can find them at reallibertymedia.com. Broad Assumptions with Donna Van Meter, Amy Lynn Russell, and Moose Girl. Uh, This is a project in the works still. I know I've been saying it for a while, but they are hammering out the details. They may be bringing it here to Anchor. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Once it's live, I will make sure to uh, post about it post-haste. Extremists Being Awesome. This is Star Harris Motivation Accountability Group. You can become a part of this if uh, you generally think that the government is a bad idea well this is the place for you to work on your projects to be accountable for what you're doing and to motivate you to get your stuff done the master of the dark arts of marketing mr. Nathan Frazier you can find his content on success magica over many social media platforms the Salted Sicilian. The Salted Sicilian is a uh, food blog by a close personal friend and uh, Culinary Institute of America graduate, Christine Car- uh, Christy Caruana. You can uh, get that link in the description and look at her talk about food. A Wild Little Podcast. A Wild Little Podcast is uh, a contact of mine on Twitter at LittleNugsBunny. Um, and she's a rancher out on the West Coast, and uh, you can see all the interesting and fun things that she is up to uh, on her podcast. Other friends of the Blessmas Pope podcast are We Trade Free, uh, Kennedy Edwards, the a- aka the Liberty Broad, and London Gardens. And if you go over onto Instagram, Mr. Michael Witt also helps spread the message of the Blessmas Pope. Um, if you want to see what I'm up to, see what I'm doing, you can always check out my socials. I'm pretty much on everything under Harry Felker, my name, uh, or you can check my website at harryfelker.wordpress.com. Uh, links for those are in the description. And if you wish to chit chat, I do have a discord server and you can come on in and have a talk. If you are actually interested in the health and fitness stuff and you need someone to motivate you to get off your ass by all means hit me up uh, on discord and we will uh, talk about what best would motivate you and how we can make that happen Um, your growth is a win as far as I'm concerned You, you know my growth is a win for me but your growth is also a win for me as well so I generally uh I try to help out as many people as I possibly can uh, this 
production is funded by ad revenue and i do apologize for that if that's a problem for you um the other way to get involved with uh, the funding is to become a listener supporter listener supporters uh for as little as 99 cents a month you can help keep this podcast going and uh you get your name called out here i don't really have any merch or anything like that that i can give away for like advanced posting but if if that ever happens like someone decides to go all out and help fund this project in a more expensive manner uh, i will absolutely have to come up with something for you guys but uh at this point um all i'm really all i'm really saying is 99 cents a month and you can get your name on this list of people who help out the blasphemous pope podcast uh, so let's begin, shall we? Sermon 32, No One Is Coming To Save You, Part 8, Micronutrients. Um, I'm not going to come up with some sort of weird little uh, alliteration name for this because uh, it's, it, it's getting the attention it deserves. Generally speaking, when we talk about micronutrients, we're talking about just m- vitamins and minerals. And 99.999% of the time, if you are eating uh, good, clean, natural food, you are getting all the vitamins and minerals you need in a well-balanced diet. Um, Obviously, they're called micronutrients because you need much smaller amounts of them. We're talking about micrograms and and whatnot. So... uh, reaching the levels that you need for proper bodily function is not difficult. When we will come back, we're going to delve a little further into this uh, subject. Thank you for coming back. I greatly appreciate everybody who sat through that head break. Um, Now, what do vitamins do? Vitamins are uh, essential to bodily function. Uh, They are an essential part of energy production, hemoglobin production, bone health, immune function, oxidative damage prevention, skin health. The list goes on and on and on. You need these in your diet. Uh, how you get them is up to you. You can get them through supplementation. You can get them through food. There is a, a question mark as far as how supplementation actually will work um, or how it works best. Um, but um, as far as I'm concerned, I generally just get everything I need through food. Um, and if you wish to go the supplementation route, I would highly recommend you A, talk to a professional or B, do your own research on the subject Uh, now where via food to get these vitamins and minerals Um, 
how to tell which ones have the the things that you need. Um, I'm going to do a, a separate podcast about that uh, after I finish vitamins and minerals as far as what they do and um, uh, the recommended doses or and if there is an overdose, what that overdose level is. Um, I want to uh, I want to first get through what they are before I get to how you get them into your diet via food. Um, it's it's definitely a, a a full podcast worth of information. So I'm just going to do that, go that route with it. First and foremost, we have our vitamins, right? Vitamins come in two different categories. They come in fat soluble and water soluble. The main difference here is fat soluble uh, vitamins, they do not um, come out of your system via urine or sweat. They are in your system. They attach themselves to fat cells and then they are used as your body needs them. Um, this is a good and a bad thing. Um, it means that, you know, when you get these lower quality quantity uh, vitamins into your system, they will stick around until they're needed as opposed to I, I'm going to guarantee everybody who's listening has drank orange juice before and noticed that the color of your urine changes drastically when you drink a lot of it. That is, uh, that is vitamin C leaving your system. Um, and that's because the regular orange juice has something like a thousand times more of what you need on a daily basis as far as vitamin C is concerned. Uh, so first and foremost vitamin a uh the daily recommended value for vitamin a is 900 micrograms and the od uh recommended daily uh, value is over 3,000 micrograms so there is a lot of leeway here um where you're getting to getting what you need as opposed to getting too much um so you don't have to stress so much about overdosing on your vitamins unless of course you're taking supplementation and you're power pounding a lot of fat soluble vitamins. Uh, vitamin A is important for eye health, for immune health and for skin health. Um, it is one of those things that uh, it has multiple uses and that's why it's one of those higher level vitamins where, where you need more of it in your body because it's used in so many different places. Um, now, the next one we want to talk about in fat-soluble vitamins is vitamin D. Vitamin D is uh, a daily recommended value of 800 uh, international units per day uh, and maxes out at 4,000 is, is where you start to overdose. Uh, the one thing about vitamin D is you can actually get it from the sun. Your body can manufacture vitamin D all by itself. You just have to be out in the sun. Uh, vitamin D is important for muscle health, nervous system health, and for calcium absorption. Uh, if you want to have strong bones, you need to have vitamin D in your body. It's one of the reasons why they put it in milk. Uh, Next up, vitamin E, and this is one of those ones that is on the micro side of micro micro uh, nutrients. It's only 15 micrograms 
uh, and it has an OD level at, uh, at 1,000 micrograms. Uh, now, vitamin E is very important for your heart health and very important as an antioxidant. So, um, there's that. And finally, the last fat-soluble vitamin is um, uh, vitamin K. Vitamin K doesn't have an OD on it. Uh, it's used so much in the body that it doesn't matter. Uh, you have to have a minimum of 120 micrograms. Uh, vitamin K is very important for blood clotting and for healthy bones. Um, so that's your fat-soluble vitamins. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about deficiencies, uh, and then we're going to move on to water-soluble vitamins. Okay, so vitamin deficiency. When it comes to uh, fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin deficiency is uh, is a problem in America. And uh, judging from the fact that eighty some odd percent of my viewership is from America, I think uh, I think it's fair to say that we're we're probably going to have to just dwell on that number for a bit. Uh, according to surveys, 46% of Americans are inadequate in vitamin A, 95% of Americans are inadequate in vitamin D, um, where 29 of them are actually deficient. 60% uh, are uh, below the, are, are inadequate in vitamin E. And most are below um, uh, daily recommended values for vitamin K. Um, this has to do with the fact that the diet in America, um, the food that you find in America is generally garbage. Uh, I'm going to say this as nicely as possible. Uh, the factory farming, the uh, uh, overproduction of food, the fast production of food has uh, damaged the food supply um, in America. If you have ever traveled outside of America and tried a tomato as opposed to the ones that you get here in the United States in the grocery store, you will immediately notice the difference. Um, and uh, it, it has to do, you know, the flavor of the food has to do with the chemical composition of the food and parts of the things that are missing are uh, a lot of the vitamins and minerals that would naturally be occurring in those foods if they were just let to grow um, without all the added chemicals that we put into things. It's one of the reasons why the United States has the most enriched foods on the planet is because they're trying to shoehorn in all of the stuff that got taken out in, in their process of making the prettiest fruit to eat. Um, 
that being said, that, that being my own personal rant on this, um, if you are deficient in these vitamins, uh, these are things that are going to happen to you. Uh, you are going to get rickets. You can you could potentially uh, get nerve damage, have vision problems, have a weak immune system, have problems with clotting, where you can't clot. You will you basically be hemophiliac. You'll you'll bleed out. Um, well, not bleed out, but you will have problems with stopping bleeding and osteoporosis. Um, the roles that these vitamins play in your body um, are varied enough that being deficient in them can eventually lead to catastrophic damage. And that is uh, something to be completely aware of. Now, um, now that we're through that depressing subject, let's move on to the water-soluble vitamins. The water-soluble vitamins are nine vitamins. That brings us to a grand total of uh, sorry, 10 vitamins, which brings us to a grand total of 14 vitamins that the human body requires to operate properly. The water-soluble vitamins um, are the nine B vitamins and vitamin C. Um, generally, you can't overdose on, on these, but there are some daily recommended maximums like B6 at 100 milligrams and B9 uh, at a uh, thousand micrograms. So these are numbers to maybe remember a little bit, but it's it's more of the fact that you want to make sure you're over the threshold, which um, generally speaking is measured in micrograms, so it's not a high threshold. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to start with the B vitamins, and we're going to run down that list. Okay, so moving right along with the vitamins, we have vitamin B1. Vitamin B1 is commonly known as thiamine, and uh, you need 1.3 mil milligrams of this per day. Uh, this is uh, something that we use, utilize in our body for cell energy. So for your cells to properly function, they need energy, and this helps the cells create that energy. And uh, for the next few vitamins, this is going to be pretty much the same story. Uh, they convert food to energy, and they are important for nervous system function. Uh, vitamin B2, which is riboflavin, also you need 1.3 milligrams per day. Also important for converting food to energy, also important for nervous system function, as well as vitamin B3, which is commonly known as niacin. Uh, difference here is you need about 16 milligrams of niacin per day, but it's pretty much the same function now These don't work in competition with each other. They work in concert So if you are deficient in one it is going to be a problem because you're not going to be utilizing the other two You can go a little overboard with these vitamins because they do leave the body through um, urine and through sweat so um, I would worry less about not have, uh, having too much as uh, as opposed to having not enough um, the next B vitamins uh, we will get when we come back and then we'll start talking about the deficiency stuff
I want to put a little disclaimer out there. A lot of these words are read, not heard words for me. So if I get them wrong in pronunciation, I apologize in advance. Uh, we're going to start with pantothenic acid vitamin B5. Uh, you require five milligrams of this per day, every day. Uh, it converts food to energy. It is an important part of body functions and it is important for your stress response. Vi also, there is no vitamin B4. Vitamin B6, pyridoxine, pyroxidine. I'm, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Um, vitamin B6 is important for metabolism, red blood cell formation, and normal uh, function of your nervous system. Uh, and you require 1.7 milligrams of this per day. Uh, vitamin B7, biotin, a nice easy one. <laughs> um, uh, you require 30 micrograms of this today. Uh, this is one of those ones that converts all of that food that you're eating, the, micro, the macronutrients, into energy. Um, it also is important for your skin and your hair health. Um, it's, again, important for a healthy nervous system. You're going to find all this a lot in the vitamin Bs. Um, vitamin B9, folate, again, nervous system health. Um, the thing with folate is part of the prenatal course of vitamins because uh, prenatal humans are uh, are developing the nervous system and folate is a, an important part of getting that development done. Um, it's also uh, something that helps generate energy within the cell to help compete to uh, complete the processes each cell is doing. And you need somewhere in the neighborhood of about 400 micrograms of that. Um, Coralamin, vitamin B12. Now, vitamin B12 is a very important vitamin. Uh, and it's important for everybody. So, the main source, well, pretty much the only source of B12 that you're going to get outside of supplementation is from animals. So... Uh, vegans do have to supplement this. Uh, it is important for red blood cell formation. It is important for nervous system function. Um, and you need 2.4 milligrams of that, 2.9, 2.9 micrograms of that per day. Uh, and last but not least, vitamin C, ascorbic acid. Um, everyone knows this. This is what you get from citrus, right? Uh, it's, it also comes from pretty much every living animal if you if you do eat animals um getting uh eating animals will give you vitamin c uh it's how humans rediscovered vitamin c on a trip to antarctica um you need 90 mi uh, milligrams of that per day uh it's an antioxidant it's important for skin health it's uh it produces collagen uh, it's important for iron absorption and it's important for immune health. So there's that. So the one thing about the uh, water-soluble vitamins, that's uh, uh, B1, 2, 3, B5, 6, 7, B9, and B12. The numbers that aren't there, those aren't B vitamins and we don't, we don't talk about those. And vitamin C, 
um, is that they are not stored in the body. They are excreted, so you have to take them daily. Um, whether you like it or not, this is the case. Now, when it comes to deficiency in these, or, or at least inadequate levels, uh, nearly half of America is inadequate in vitamin C and in vitamin B. Um, this is an important thing to remember, is this, this stuff is 100% about your nervous system health, producing red blood cells, um, your stress responses, you may want to take a look and see if your micronutrients are in line if these things are out of order with you because it is very easy to be deficient if you are not eating healthy. Now, I want to take a special moment to talk about B12 deficiency and I'm going to be referencing an AMA journal uh, on this one. B12 deficiency is irreversible. When you get to the point of deficiency with B12, these are the things that happen. You have brain and spinal cord deterioration. You uh, have motor function issues. You have numbness and parathesias in your extremities, uh, depression, irritability, diminished cognitive function, and psychosis. And as I said, these are irreversible. Um, this is one of the reasons why vegans really need to supplement their B12. Um, I'm not going to say this is causation, but it it has a weird correlation that vegans are among, at least on social media, some of the most virulent and uh, militant people out there, and B12 deficiency kind of masks that. Now, I want to thank everybody for coming. Uh, when we come back next week, we're going to be uh, talking about minerals. Mm-hmm.